0: You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch podcast. It's Monday, June 12th. I'm Mike Pierce, HFO Research Analyst. The big stories from this past week. U.S. home prices jumped the fastest pace in almost 15 years. The Seattle home market sees one of the largest increases in a decade. Researchers say cost of evictions in Oregon can now reach as high as $4.7 billion. There is a trend starting as apartment developers eye market discounts on closed hotels. Lumber prices spiking are affecting low-income housing projects. And global investment in the U.S. apartment market is surging. We'll be back with the details on these stories and more in just a moment. HFO's podcasts are sponsored by Gantry Incorporated, the country's largest independent mortgage banking firm focused exclusively on commercial real estate. HFO is your leading multifamily real estate firm in Oregon and Washington. Now, on to our news briefing. U.S. home prices soared in April at the fastest pace since 2005, as potential buyers bid up prices on limited supply of available properties. The S&P CoreLogic case shiller 20-home price index jumped nearly 15% in April from the previous year, That's up 13.4% annual gain in March. Many Americans have sought larger living spaces since the pandemic began, seeking larger homes in suburbs rather than apartments or smaller homes in cities. Historically low mortgage rates, constrained in part by the Federal Reserve's low interest rate policies, have also spurred demand. Just as the large millennial generation ages into peak home buying age, the price gains have been so dramatic that home sales have started to slow, as would-be home buyers are priced out of the market. In Seattle, the number of houses that are selling for between 100 and 300k above asking price also jumped significantly. Through June 16th of this year, there were 4,000 such homes that were sold in the Seattle area, up from 362 during the same period in 2020. Over 6300 homes sold between 25,000 and 100,000 above asking price, up from 2,000 in the same period 2020. According to Redfin, the median home sale price in the Seattle area hit $737,000 in May. A more than 26% year-over-year increase. In May, more than 74% of Redfin offers in the area faced a bidding war, the company said. It's fueled by employees of local tech companies like Amazon and Microsoft, and companies with big offices in the area like Google and Facebook. A lot of them didn't want to work remotely during the pandemic in small apartments, and that pushed them out to seek larger homes in the suburbs. Most of these people have money to compete with other buyers and drive up the prices. Portland State University researchers estimate that the state may need to spend $4.7 billion in coming years to deal with the devastating downstream consequences of tens of thousands of pandemic-related evictions. The report's authors warn the state will likely need to spend tens of millions of dollars on social services, emergency shelters, juvenile justice services, and medical care as these Oregonians lose their housing. More than 125,000 Oregonians have little to no confidence that they can make their July rent payment. According to the most recent Census Household Pulse survey, The report estimates that the state would need to spend between $720 million and $4.7 billion to manage the fallout if these households were evicted in July. Both the federal government and state have taken significant 11th-hour actions to avert the sheer number of evictions. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention announced last week that we'll be extending the federal eviction moratorium through the end of July. And Oregon State passed a bill that will give renters who have applied for rental assistance 60 days before their landlord can file for eviction. There's a new trend developing, with apartment developers eyeing market discounts on closed hotels. During the pandemic, stay-at-home orders left hotels in a bind as events that bring out-of-towners to cities vanished. Parents weren't staying in hotels to visit their kids in college because the colleges were also shut down. And the weddings, dances, and conferences that would otherwise sustain a hotel's events business disappeared. Scores of hotels either permanently or temporarily shuttered, with approximately 28,000 hotels representing almost 4 million rooms having closed at some portion during the pandemic. Because of that, hotels hit the market in droves, and more and more mom-and-pop owners of smaller hotels were open to selling off their properties. Meanwhile, availability rates in suburban apartments around the country have fallen to unrivaled lows of 4%. The figure in urban properties has fallen below 5%, which is a significant improvement for landlords from the COVID-era high of more than 8%. A more than four-time increase in lumber costs in the past year is not only sidelining many first-time home buyers in the U.S, it's also shutting out those in most in need of affordable housing. Those prices for wood products have cooled from peaks reached in recent months. Strong demand for new U.S. homes threatened to keep prices elevated. And there appears to be little relief ahead. A construction boom has also sustained supplies for other building materials, lifting the cost of availability of a range of goods from pipes and concrete to windows. Even the latest dip in futures markets is starting to be mirrored at most lumberyards, where prices are still relatively elevated. The unprecedented rally has forced many cutbacks for developers and nonprofit groups dedicated to putting an affordable roof over the heads of low-income families. Habitat for Humanity, the sixth largest home builder in the U.S., is among those that have scaled back projects aimed at helping those most in need of inexpensive homes. Rock-bottom borrowing rates during the pandemic fueled the building boom that surprised the lumber industry, catching sawmills off guard with low inventories. Prices soared for wood products that are key for residential construction. Costs for lumber and other materials as a portion of builders' materials budgets have gone up nearly 25% in the last year, causing delays and outright cancellation of projects. Lumber prices are easing, but with so many layers in the supply chain strained and labor shortages persisting, it may be until 2022 before prices stabilize. Global investment in the U.S. apartment market is surging. A slew of major institutional investors are announcing fundraising and partnerships with plans to buy apartments across the country. The amount of investors pouring into the market industry is unheard of, said Dave Kahn, director of market analytics with the CoStar Group. A handful of socioeconomic trends are intersecting and creating a ripe apartment investment opportunity. During the pandemic, many Americans flocked to the suburbs of fast-growing cities like Atlanta and Phoenix, ramping up demand for apartments in those markets. Many white-collar workers kept their jobs during the pandemic, saved money by staying indoors all year and can now afford higher rent rates. The national housing market is seeing record high sale prices with many houses selling on the same day that they are listed. The same white-collar workers that were fleeing to the suburbs to rent during the pandemic are now seeing single-family home prices up 15 to 20%. Many are saying that they will be renters for the foreseeable future. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. Be sure to check out our most recent HFO TV interviews. Here's a sneak peek at some of our upcoming interviews. An interview with Dell Starr, President of J.R. Johnson on best practices of multifamily owners in obtaining bids and work projects. Toya Butler, Attorney and Manager of Butler Exchange Group with an update on President Biden's proposed changes to the 1031 exchanges. Scott Bailey, regional economist with the state of Washington with a Clark County economic update, and Brad Krause of Warren Allen Law Firm offers an Oregon tenant law update. HFO-TV interviews are available on our website or our YouTube channel. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Apartment Investor blog available on our website. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO-TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hfore.com.